get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Chen called him after the Blues victory against Chicago. The mayor of New York, Pavel Buchnevich, returns tonight to take on his old team, the New York Rangers. And as T-Bone mentioned on the Sports Center update, you can hear it here on your home for the Blues 101 ESPN pregame starting at 5.30, puck drop at 6.30. Also, the broadcast on TNT tonight. And along with BK and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Alex Ferrario, we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line now and welcome in one of my favorite color analysts for TNT, Eddie Olchek. Eddie, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. How are you? I'm fine, Alex. Brandon, nice to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. Definitely. It's great to talk with you. So uh, we talked with you before the season began when the Blues signed Brandon Saad, and we, we went back and forth a little bit about how Brandon Saad plays. And I remember asking you just your general thoughts on the Blues, and you told us that they're going to be better than what people are giving them credit for. And now we've seen a team with point streaks in, or points in seven straight games, a team that's sitting in second place in the Central Division. Is this the team that you expected, Eddie, when the season began? Well, I think they're uh, proving to be a team that can win a 2-1 game or win a 6-5 game. And I think that that's something that is such an important part of a successful team. And, you know, Blues fans and you know, the Blues organization and a lot of these guys you know, knew what it took a couple of years ago. And you know, it's not going to be exactly how you want each and every night. And I think that they've proven that. And you know, for the most part, they've gotten, uh, you know, I know Bennington had a, you know, he had a stretch there where he wasn't great, but, you know, Huso has been outstanding and, you know, Bennington has found his game here recently. I did that game in Chicago the other night and made a couple of, you know, 10 bellers and, you know, and gave his team an opportunity when, you know, the game was in doubt, especially early, but I, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, Chiefs has done a great job. Craig Berube has done a great job, and uh, you look at the changes that Army has made throughout the course of the last, you know, twelve, you know, twelve months or so. And uh, this is a dangerous team because they can play any way you want. And then the emergence of their young players is really, you know, Cairo and Thomas have just given them more depth and a little bit more speed. And then you know the acquisition of Buchnevich, and so it's uh, it's a much different team. And that's when I kind of was uh, I was buying stock in the Blues uh, back in uh, September and. Uh, continue to buy it because I just think that they're they're built for success. And again, they will be judged like a couple of other other teams in the National Hockey League is what happens come playoff time. And uh, but up up until this point, at least as far as I'm concerned, um, you know they've passed every test. 
Eddie, one of the guys that I didn't buy enough stock in coming into the season was Pavel Buchnevich. He's on pace right mm-hmm. now for 30 goals. He's at a point per game pace. He's a plus 20 on the ice, which is just a ridiculous number for a forward at this point in the season. I thought he would be good. I, I didn't know he was going to be this good, especially when it came to his playmaking ability. And he is a threat for them on the penalty kill this year as well. Have you been surprised at all by what we've seen so far in Buchnevich's early tenure with the Blues? Maybe the finish, but other than that, no. Uh, knowing exactly what you were going to get, you know, with you know the the completeness of his game, right? He can play, you know, he can play any position. He can, you know, be a power play guy for you, and you know, more second power play than anything else now. And he's going to be one of your top penalty killers. And there, there is something for that in the National Hockey League is that you have a guy that can play in all different situations. And he's a, he's a, you know, he's a pretty consistent player. And that is, uh, that, that's, a, that's something that, uh, you know, coaches when they open up that door and a guy goes out there to know what you're going to get from him. And I think he's been very consistent. You know, look at, I, I think he was consistent, you know, on, on, on most sides of the puck, uh, in New York. And I think they were probably expecting him to be you know, a guy a little bit more offensive and finish a little bit more, but um, I think that he's found a home there and has played uh, really well. And again, depth, right? And and being slotted in the weak situation, uh, not playing too far ahead, not playing, um, you know, in a spot that maybe uh, you're not ready for. But he has been uh, he has been terrific, and uh, expect him to. Uh, continue to do what he's been doing here for the rest of the year and be a real important part of the, uh, you know, be a real important part of the, uh, the blues come playoff time. Eddie, you've seen a lot of the blues in your broadcast career. Of course, when you played in the national hockey league, can you remember a, a deeper set of forwards than what this blues team has this season? Uh, <laughs> well, I like to think the days of, uh, you know, way back when I played on black and white television, that, that, <laughs> that really had some really deep teams there with Hall and Oates and, you know, you had Bernie there, you had, you know, them, I'm going back. I know I'm going in different years and eras, but, you know, you know, the, the Joey Mullins and the Herb Raglins and the Brian Sutters and, the, you know, I mean, you can go up and down the, the Peter Zezels, uh, you know, I, 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 it was unbelievable to go up in, the, in that rivalry and, you know especially when i was in chicago but also in toronto we had great rivalry uh, rivalries with the uh, with the blues and i think the blues have and i don't want to say they've you know, it seems like to me anyways they've always seemed to have guys that could score and guys that can create and had a little bit of sandpaper and some toughness whether they were standing behind the bench coaching or they were <laughs> out there actually you know playing uh, um but you know, like this team and, and the way that the, you know, the schedule is and, and uh, you know, their, just like I said, their, their, their ability to, to play any style that you want. And, um, you know, they're sitting in a, in a really good spot. And, you know, you look at how they are assembled in their lines. And I mentioned their young guys, but, you know, Braden Chen's had a terrific year. Ryan O'Reilly, you know what you're going to get every single night. David Perron is one of those guys that can, you know, he can go off the rails every once in a while and start running around and causing some havoc. And all of a sudden then he can have a two goal game and, and be that, you know, that, that guy that you need up and down the lineup. So it's, uh, I, I don't want to say it's, 
it's as good as I've seen because I've seen a lot of Blues teams up close and personal <laughs> as a player and as a coach, but you know, also as a broadcaster. But this is a team that uh, certainly looks like they're built to go ahead and uh, and do what they uh, you know do what they think that they can do here moving forward. Again, it comes down to matchups too. Come playoff time, right? Like sometimes you just match up against certain teams and. Uh, you know, Colorado certainly is the team to beat in the, you know, in the central and, you know, looks like there could be a heck of a collision course here at some point down the road, but you got to get in there and get as high as you can in the standings and go from there. So long winded. Yeah. The blues have a lot of depth. And I'm sure there's probably a team or two back in the day that probably you look at and go, yeah, pretty darn close. But right now, I think they'd be. I think Army would be pretty happy with the with the set of forwards that he has going each and every night. Eddie, you mentioned the toughness for this Blues team, and of course, it's not what the team was when they won the cup with guys like Edmondson and Pat Maroon, those kind of tough mm-hmm. players. But do you feel like this team still has that toughness that uh, that can get them to a Stanley Cup? They they play. I think they they play a hard game, and you know, toughness is. You know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a team identity, and I think when you look at the Blues, I think that they're a hard team to play against. You know, I mean, do they have anybody that's you know going to be able to go out there? I mean, you know, whether it's a young guy, you know, some of the young guys have gotten opportunities. You know, they're going to be able to go out there and set a tone and and put a thumping on somebody. But I think the way that they're built, and I think that they play a hard game, and. You know, I don't think you can underestimate, you know, Pareko picking his spots every once in a while. I think everybody would love him to be more physical every, you know, when the opportunity presents itself. But I don't think that's really in his makeup. But he he does step up. He does play hard. I mean, you got a veteran guy like Bortuzzo there that certainly does that. Nikola, I think, has been a physical guy. He's not afraid to engage. So, no, I, I think, you know, look at it. If, if Army doesn't do anything, I would think that, that they have enough team toughness to move forward and, and uh, you know, the, the days of, uh, you know, having somebody around just to, uh, just to dance every once in a while and drop the gloves. I mean, those days are, those days are long gone and you got to have a guy that's able to play and get out there and, and, and do it, uh, you know, and help the team in, in some area, but physicality is always going to be a part of the game. Intimidation is always going to be a part of the game of hockey. And if you have some guys out there that can go out there and just settle things down by being physical you know, sometimes it gives you an edge, but if you got team toughness, like I think the Blues do, in the way that they play, um, you know, I don't think it's, uh, you know, it wouldn't be an issue for me moving forward. We're talking for another few minutes with Eddie O, former NHL forward, now an analyst for TNT. You'll see him tonight on the Blues versus the Rangers game. Eddie, my final question that I've got for you, you mentioned the trade deadline, and if the Blues don't do something to improve that blue line, really the physicality there, uh, what if they do? If they, if they do, we've talked about three guys in particular, probably more so than anybody else, and I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, maybe which of these guys, in your opinion, would be the best fit next to Colton Pareko. And can, can, I, can, I jump, can I jump in real quick? Is Ben Chirac one of those guys? He is indeed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, So the three guys that we've been talking the most about are Ben Chirac, Mark Giordano, and Jacob Chikrin. Chikrin, of course, the only one of those that wouldn't be a rental. Which of those three guys do you think would be the best fit next to Colton Pareko? Well, Chikrin is going to cost you a boatload. So are you willing to give up, you you know, somebody off your roster that is an important young piece and then a couple of draft picks and then maybe another prospect. I mean, that's what it's going to cost to get you chicken. So I, you know, unless Army's got something up his sleeve, you know, where he's going to be able to replace somebody, you know, look at if, if I'm Arizona, 
you know, you're, you're looking for, you know, you're, you're looking for Thomas, you're looking for Cairo. I mean, and I don't think that's going to happen, but you know, Chipkin's a guy that has proven that he can be a pretty salty defenseman, you know, at least playing in Arizona. So I, I don't think that that would be a fit to me. Sherratt would be, you know, I, I think he'd be perfect because he does bring that, uh, that toughness. He was in a Stanley cup last year. He had a deep run with Winnipeg a couple of years ago. He knows the division. You know, he certainly knows the Blues and how they play. I, I think he would be, you know, I think he would be absolutely, uh, you know, a perfect fit um, in St. Louis. And but there's probably eight other teams I know that are probably <laughs> licking their chops to uh, to be able to get a guy like Ben Chirot. But to me, I think that he would uh, he would slide in there very nicely. And look, and he can play up and down. Like he, you know, he can play. Uh, you know, in your top pair, or you can go ahead and play as a five-six, and you can slide him in and out. So I think a very versatile player, and somebody that I uh, know a lot of teams covet. And uh, you know, he would be. You know, he, if if Army was asking me, I certainly would put my hand up and vote for. If we can get Ben Sherratt, then I would say uh, feel free. My only follow-up to that, Eddie, is that we've we've had a few people on saying th- their concern with Sherrod is that his performance doesn't seem to meet the same level that it was a couple of years ago when they went, ended up going to the Stanley Cup. Do you have any concern about his performance this year, or do you think that's just a situation where, hey, uh, the team's not playing well, and sometimes that, that leads to some uh, lesser numbers for a guy? Well, to me, I mean, look, it's probably a combination, but if anybody watched the playoffs last year, uh, he was very integral uh, with Montreal getting to the Stanley Cup final, and look where Montreal is right now. So, um, I, the guy's got experience, and you know, was he playing probably a little bit higher in the lineup than he should have been? Well, I guess you could argue that, but you know, he was. Uh, I remember him being paired with Shea Weber a lot, and <laughs> that's a pretty, you know, that was a pretty potent pair. Uh, last year on, on the upsets that they had and eventually getting the Stanley Cup final. So I would not have, I'm a fan uh, for what, you know, for what's that, for what that is worth. But I think that in a situation in Montreal where they've been really struggling, you know, for the majority of the year, I know they wanted a nice little heater here the last six or seven games, but uh, I think Shalot's a veteran guy and, you know, playing for a contract, uh, to me, it'd be a no-brainer. I would not. I don't find that to be. Uh, I don't find that to be the case at all. It's going to be an enjoyable two and a half weeks leading up to that tra- trade deadline, and I can't wait for this one tonight. Again, it's on TNT. Eddie Olchek will be the analyst on that broadcast. Eddie, as always, we appreciate getting the chance to chat with you. Thanks for taking time out of your day to hop on with us and enjoy this game tonight. Okay, guys. Thanks for having me. Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course, you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.